May the peace of God that transcends all things be with you. Amen. All right, all right, all right, all right. And Tisaline, all right, all right, all right. Okay, okay. The Spirit of the Lord is here. Who, who, how many of us believe the Spirit of the Lord is here? Oh, only a few people believe the Spirit of the Lord is here. If you believe that the Spirit of the Lord is here when we meet as a church, our actions are different. It reminds me in the days when. Um, some of the Israelites were complaining to Moses that, how come you are the only one that always hear from God? If you read Exodus chapter 19, so God told Moses to tell the people that they should prepare themselves to meet God. I know some of us sometimes will question, how come only these people speak? How come only these people hear from God? So the Israelites prepare themselves to meet the creator of the universe. Amen. The creator of the universe. And if the same creator of the universe we meet and he comes out of our midst, then church, I think we are lacking something. So the people prepare themselves to meet the almighty God. The one whom, whose name no human tongue can even pronounce it. And when he began to show up, the Bible says the mountain shook, earthquake, thunder, fire. Then the people, the, the church screamed, Moses, please, 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 we don't, it's, it's okay. Tell God to speak through you and we'll listen. The mountain shook. The mountain shook. Our brother raised a song that has been ringing in my heart since yesterday. Shout to the Lord, all the earth, let us sing. Power and man, just praise to the king. Mountains bow down and the seas to roll. Out the sound of your name. You see, when you're singing, you're not just opening your mouth and singing as the world sings. But a song that you're singing is a prayer that you're praying to God. So if you stand here, shout to the Lord. Let it come from deep inside your being. Shout to when you are in your closet, you're praying, you're praying to God. It's no joke, right? You, you're talking to the creator of the universe. This is no joke, church. This is serious business. And the Israelites told Moses to tell God. We'll hear and listen from you from now. Our God is no joke. This morning, I'm not going to preach. You preach too. We are going to speak. But one thing the enemy has been successful doing to the church, which is you and I, is deception. The enemy, Satan, doesn't come with guns and weapons and nuclear, nuclear weapons, but he comes with what? Deception. And he has deceived the church to the extent that sometimes we do not know who we are. Praise God. So this morning we're all going to learn who we are. And the theme got us a little upon my heart to speak about is 
The seed of God in you. Say it with me, please. The seed of God in me. Say it with enthusiasm. The seed of God in me. Amen. So, we'll humbly ask one of the readers to turn to 1 John chapter 3, verse 4 to 9. Version, and it says, whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. And you know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him there is no sin. Whoever abides in him does not sin. Whoever sins has neither seen him nor known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil, nine and the last. Whoever has been born of God does not sin, for his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin because he has been born of God. Amen. Amen. Could you please read again? Take your time and read the same thing again, please. Let us please pay close attention as he reads. 1 John chapter 3, verse 4 to 9, from the NKJV version says, Whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness. Whoever commits sin also commits what? Lawlessness. Yes. And sin is lawlessness. And you know that he was manifested to take away our sins. He was manifested to do what? To take away our sins. Good, uh-huh. And in him there is no sin. Who is he talking about here? Jesus. Jesus, Amen. Uh-huh, go ahead. Whoever abides in him does not sin. Whoever abides in who? In him. Jesus. In Jesus does not do what? Sin. Whoever abides in Jesus does not do what? Sin. What is another word for abide? To live, uh-huh. To remain, uh-huh. To dwell, uh-huh. Yes? So meaning a, a dwelling place is what? What is a dwelling place? Place of abode, uh huh. Home, home, home. How many of us have home? When you step out, you go and enjoy yourself, you do all that you have to do. Where do you go? Home is what? Is where? Is what? What do we do at home? What is the number one thing we do in home? Rest! Read that verse again, please. Whoever abides in him does not sin. Whoever abides in him. So we, what we just said, we can also say that whoever lives or lives in Jesus, which who is our home, does not do what? Sin. Go ahead. Huh, continue. Whoever sins has neither seen him nor known him. Whoever sin has neither seen him, seen him or known him. So when we read in the scriptures, Let's take our time, read, meditate, and do what? Meditate and do what? Eat the word. Continue, please. Little children, let no one deceive you. Let no one deceive you. Who is the deceiver here? The devil. The devil, Satan. Uh-huh. Go ahead. He who practices righteousness is righteous. Huh? Just as he is righteous. He who practices 
Righteousness is who? Is what? Righteous. Just as who? Jesus is righteous. Thank you. Go ahead. He who sins is of the devil. He who sins is of the devil. And the other name for the devil is what? Satan. Huh? But the devil has sinned from the beginning. He sinned. He, he was the first creature who did what? Sin in heaven. Go ahead. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested. For this purpose, or for this reason, the Son of God, who is the Son of God here? Jesus, Jesus what? What? What's manifested or came into human life. Yes, go ahead. That he might destroy the works of the devil. That he might destroy the works of the devil. And what is the works of the devil? Sin. Sin. Go ahead. Whoever has been born of God does not sin. Whoever has been do what? Born of God. Born of God. Born. How many of us understand what is born? Our mother should know birth. Give birth. Thank you. You bring life into this world. You give birth. How many of us have seen a baby born before? Oh, you have never seen a baby born before? How many of us have seen a baby born, newborn baby, right from the mother's womb? How many? Only a few people? Mothers? How many of us were baby before? All of us were before, right? Everyone. Our mothers has really experienced being born. The pains they go through, right? So the, uh, that verse says what? Whoever has been born of God does not sin. Whoever has been born of God does not sin. Being born of God. See how our mothers go through pain when they bring forth life into this world? God brought us into, in this, into this world. We've been born of God. We were first born by our parents, but now we've been, been what? We've been born of God. And what, what is the word that we use for that born of God? Born again. Born again. Thank you. We, if you don't speak, I'll call you. Only a few people are responding. I want every one of us, please respond. So, we have been born of God. I wish I had a video to see a mother in labor. Then we see Jesus in labor. Amen. 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 Being born of God. God, see, it's amazing. How can God brought us forth as, as children of God? How can we be born by God? He is a creator, right? But how come the Bible says God has born us or we've been born of God? But we one of them. Thank you. He took our place. Yes, thank you. We were born of God. Just picture yourself being coming up of God's belly. Just see yourself right now. You are coming out out of God's belly in pain and blood, right? Mixed with water as mothers have labor. And I heard about a, a, a mother who was giving forth a baby, and all she was doing is cursing her husband. Cursing the husband. Insulting the husband because in her mind, he thought the husband is the one who caused the pain. But what, what do you think, what caused that pain when mothers are giving birth? 
Sin, thank you. Sin. Go ahead, please. For his seed remains in him, and for, he cannot sin. For his seed remains in what? In him. In him. So God's seed remains in, remains in who? In us. God's seed remains in who? Oh, you're not saying it correctly. In me. Amen. God's seed remains in. Oh, say it with a with loud voice. God's seed remains in who? Could you please stand? Let us see with the say with the enthusiasm. Please stand. God's seed remains in me. Okay, let us all say it from the beginning. One, two. God's seed remains in me. Again, God's seed remains in me. Some of us are not saying it. Again, God's seed remains in me. 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 One more time. God's seed remains in me. Amen. Thank you. You know, that is a prayer, right? So if you were not saying it, meaning you don't, you, 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 you don't mean it. You, you, don't, you don't really know what you are doing. I was listening to a, a minister, a preacher, who was saying that when he was a, a kid, his stepfather, all he heard from his stepfather was that he was good for nothing. He would not amount to nothing. He's, he was useless. He, he's, he's, he's like nothing. And he said, as the stepfather kept saying the same day by day, day by day, it took effect on him. And even school, he was struggling because of that. So when you hear something over and over, it has a spirit behind it. And we know that the spiritual world is real than the physical world. What we see is not real. You see the thing, this speaker is not real. You see your body, is not real. The real things are what? Spiritual, because they do what? They last forever. And everything we ever see in this physical world derives from the spirit. Just like a shadow. What we see in this physical world is just like a shadow. So what we just said, that God's seed remains in us, it's so powerful. If you keep, keep saying this, praying this prayer every day, you see your life transformed to the glory of God in Jesus' name. God's seed remains in me. In me. And God's seed, you can't even explain. The seed of God. Nothing can overcome that. Nothing can, can, can touch the seed of God. Amen? Because God's seed is God himself. What is the God's seed we're talking about? What is the seed of God? Spirit of God. Thank you. Yes. See, when someone is born, yes, some, when someone is born, um, if, <laughs> amen. If you want to know who, who's, who's, seed 
she carried. Where do we go? He saw, and what is the source? For the father. The seed always comes from who? The father. So, people can argue, oh, Vivian is not the daughter of this. What's your father, brother, father's name? Uwakwe. What? Victor. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right. So you can argue Vivian's father is not Victor. You can say whatever you want. But it's an evidence that cannot be destroyed or tempered. And that is a seed. The seed is so powerful. The seed is so powerful. And the seed of God surpasses all seeds. Amen. The seed of God does what? Surpasses all sin, all seeds. So, what we read in First John chapter three, verse four to nine. If you look, if you see that carefully, it says, "Whoever is born of God cannot sin." How many of us are born of God? We all, right? How many of us sin? Hmm. So, is the word of God? A liar? He, the word said, whoever is born of God does not sin. And we said we all, we all sin. So, is that, is, it, is that a control or something? Is the word of God control? Okay. How do you understand that? The Bible says, whoever is born of God does not sin. And we said we all sin. So, if you do the math, therefore we are not what? Born of God. Is it true or false? Because we said we all sin. But the scripture said, whoever is born of God does not sin. But why do you sin though? If you are born of God. Why? Have you ever seen a human being drinking or using gasoline as water, what would happen? We die. So why, 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 why do we drink gasoline? Sin. Because of the flesh. Uh-huh. We want to, you see, we all have this problem. So we want to, we want to go in depth and understand the reason why things happen or we do these things. And they can access because of the flesh. Because just as I said some time ago, I said, just because of one sin, look at the, the chaos that has come to this world. Because of Adam's disobedience, sin, we experience sickness, we experience pain, we experience all the struggle in life, sorrow, and at the end, what do we get? Death. Because the scripture says that the wages of sin is equal to what? death. So why do we sin then? If we are born of God and the seed of God is sin. Why do we sin? Our, our deacon said because of the flesh. What is the flesh? As I, as I said earlier, we are all preaching today. So if you, if you don't participate, I want to call you please. So our, our deacon Ike said because of the flesh. So what is the flesh? Sinful nature. Sorry, say it again. 
sinful nature of man. Yes, go ahead. Thank you. Thank you. But you're speaking too much. I want to call somebody who doesn't, doesn't want to talk. The outer man. And also, what is the, who is the other man then? Outer man. Huh. What? The, the sinners? Thank you. All right. When the Bible says you or me, what does it refer to? What? Spirit. Because the Bible says in Genesis 1 that God created us. We, we are spirit. First Thessalonians chapter 5 says we are spirit. So to know who you are, you are what? Spirit. You are spirit. Can you see a spirit? Why? Because they are invisible. Amen? So you are invisible. We are spirit. But most of the time, we refer to you or me. What do we usually, when we say me, what do, what do we usually refer to? Our body, right? Because the only thing, that's the only thing we can see. First Thessalonians 1, 5, uh, 1 verse 5. First Thessalonians 5 says that we are spirit. We have a soul and we live in a house called body. Good. So the only part of us you can physically, visible see is what? The, the house. The house, which is our body. The, our spirit, which, which is real us. So whenever you say you, you, it's your spirit that you're referring to. And for you to be able to live on planet earth, God gave us a soul. A soul is the part of us that is that helps us to work, to know that we are alive. Our consciousness, our thought, and our mind, the part of the, that's, that's our soul. The body, I would say, is the least part. But even that, it was so much, God created our bodies in such amazing way that according to scientists, our brains, we do not use all our brains even 2% of it before we die. How, look at it, the complexity, God, how God created your body. And how much more than the soul, which the Bible says that it is the image of God. Okay, the Bible says, let us create man in our own image. I mean, God is a spirit, right? So if we are in the image of God, it means we are spirit. And even if the body is so complicated, look, doctors and scientists have been studying the finger, the eye. They don't don't even know even 1%. After centuries of studying the body, just the body alone. So you are amazingly created. Amen. You are what? And you are wonderfully made. You're wonderfully made. So just imagine how this body, physical body, was created. Imagine your spirit, what your spirit, you, can do. Because when God came on earth in the form of Jesus, he demonstrated. One, one time, I remember, I was reading this Bible and I came across it. I was so amazed that Jesus and the disciples were traveling on the water, on the seas. And there was a storm. And the disciples were so much afraid because... The storm was so strong, the boat seemed like it was going to capsize. 
that Jesus was sleeping and they woke him up. And when he, when he stood up, what did he do? He just spoke. And that's how you and I were created to be. He just spoke. The image of God, the seed of God. The seed of God is the word of God, which is God in you. Amen. The Bible said everything will pass away, but what? The word of God. The word of God is unchangeable. And so should we. Because that seed in us is the word of God. Amen. If a devil doubts that we are born of God and he kept saying nonsense, there's a proof, infallible proof that the seed, the blood, the DNA of God is in you. Amen. And if the DNA of God is in you, we should hate sin just like God hates sin. But as we said, the outer part of us, our bodies, where, where, where did our body come from? The ground. So, since the ground is part of the earth, the world, the earth, our spirit is from who? God. Our spirit does not belong here. The body goes down. So, since the body is part of the world and it's been born from naturally, naturally, right? Natural, natural birth. Once you enter into this world, once you are, you are exposed into this world, this world is sinful because of sin from devil, Satan. So our body has been in that slavery for so long. The body has not been saved yet. The soul has not been saved. Only our spirit has been born again. Our spirit has been what? Born again. So this part of it is attached, still attached to the things of the world. The, the, the sinful nature which Adam committed. It is still attached. But our spirit is from God. And it's more powerful than these two elements, the two part of us. As we explained here some time ago, that our body can travel by walking or sitting in a car or plane or ship. Our soul can travel in a second. Our soul can go to China in a minute, in a, in a second. Our soul can, can go to the Caribbean in a second. It's so powerful. Are you, are you getting me? Our body is com- very complicated. It's very complicated. The body has its own army. Right? We know that. How, what do we call it? The, our immune system. The God, the God created the body so amazingly. So look at how complicated, how powerful the body is. The soul is more powerful than the body. Because the soul can travel Limitless. That's why I said some time ago that only human can be on earth and be, be in heaven at the same time. We can go to heaven in the twinkle of an eye. So, the part of it that is attached to these things of the world, as I said, has not been saved by our body or soul, but our soul is powerful. Look at, the power of, look at the power of our body, the power of our soul, and our spirit is much more powerful than these two sides. 
our spirit, which is you and I, controls affairs. And Jesus demonstrated that. Jesus, when he was on earth, never faced any challenges that he could not solve. How many of us can tell us any one problem Jesus couldn't resolve when he was on earth? Yes. Have you come across it in the Bible? Things that human beings cannot resolve. Jesus, not, nothing could overcome, overcome when he was on earth. Sickness, he just speak to demons and they flee. He was operating at the level where God created, created us to, to function. Where Adam failed, Jesus came and demonstrated the life that Adam was supposed to lead. And through the, what? Our spirit. The spirit in us should always override our soul and our body. The spirit in you, the seed in you and I should always have power over what? The decisions of the mind and the body. But because we fail to do that, that's why it looks like the word of God is not correct because the Bible said whoever is born of God has not sinned. We are born of God and we're still sinning. Because these two parts of us are still under pressure from the things of the world, from sin, the devil. So easy to deceive us. So you look at your mirror. Okay, when you dress, when you, you dress this morning and you were coming to church, who told you that you're dressing your face, your, how do you call it, our ladies? The makeups and the lipsticks is fine. Who told you that? The mirror. See? So you believe the mirror. Right? You believe the mirror. That I'm going out. My face looks beautiful. My hair looks calm, nice. You believe it strongly. So you didn't even ask your sister, your brother, your, 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 your spouse. That, oh, honey, my eye. Uh, my no, you didn't do that. Because you, you have something so powerful that tells you who you are and you believe it. I'm sorry? No. Yeah, yeah. No, she needs a compliment from you that she look beautiful. All, I can say all ladies do that. The guys don't care. Right? Guys, do we care? We just put on anything. The mirror is so powerful that it speaks volume on your life. The mirror. I was watching Amazon um, films and some people in the jungle somewhere, they never seen a mirror before. And when they saw themselves, they were so amazed. How many of us have mirrors at home? And how many, how many of us do we use the mirror? Oh, I want to see hands. <laughs> so we all use the mirror. But how many of us use the mirror of God? How many of us? Every time. The mirror. What is the mirror of God? The word of God. So if God tells you that you cannot sin, do you believe it or not? 
Would you believe the mirror of God or believe the mirror will look at home? We go out with the eye. Yes, I look beautiful. If the mirror tells you that you cannot sin because the seed, my seed is in you. What do you do when you go out? You just walk, walk out without looking at the mirror clearly and understand that what the mirror is telling you is true and you believe it. The mirror, the physical mirror we have at home, which we believe so much, cannot be compared with the mirror of God. The mirror of God is so powerful, it overcomes sin. But because we believe the lie of the devil, see, I, I, I just, okay, from henceforth, when you are going somewhere, going out, don't look at the physical mirror. Don't look at it. Don't look at it because if you spend time, oh, some of our, our ladies can spend hours. I use the mirror when I'm cutting my head. My hair. The devil has been telling you, you cannot, you see some of us, sin has become so difficult for us. But that's not how it's supposed to be. We love sin, right? It feels good. Instant joy. Yes, thank you. You know why Adam sinned? You know what the reason why Adam sinned? You see, what the Bible has said about Adam will surely come to pass. But the devil came to him and he wanted that thing to happen before its time. And that's, what, that's the reason why most all of us sin. Whatever the devil wants to do, wants you to do right now, it's for you. But he wants you to do it at the wrong time. You're not married, but you always want to have sex. But that's not for you at that time. The lust that always pushing you, you can overcome easily. Because the seed in you is more powerful than the lust. The seed that is in you is more powerful. Nothing can compare to it. But because we believe the lie from the devil so much, we let sin be so joyful. But sin should be one thing we hate, we all hate, because God hates sin. And the reason why God hates sin, God knows that sin destroys. I remember I was reading the Bible and I came across, I was so, I was so shocked. Look at the people of Israel, God saving them with a powerful hand. And when Moses died, God told Joshua that wherever you shall step, that place will be given unto you. No one can stand before you. You conquer. And I was reading, they said, Joshua conquered powerful, powerful kings, about 19 powerful kings. Powerful, when I say powerful, armies, not the fake thing Russia is doing now. That's, 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 that's babies. Powerful army. Not only physical, but these, in, in the Old Testament, the kings dwell on their God and also their army. That's why when Goliath met David, he pronounced the power of his God over David. So in the Old Testament, when they go to war, these kings have power. Demonic powers. Putin doesn't have no demonic power. He's just bluffing. This king was so powerful. And Joshua conquered 19 of them. 
And if you read sometimes, when you read the scripture, it says the number of the enemies were like the seed, um, the sand of the sea, multitudes, uncountable. But Joshua defeated all of them. And there was one little, little, tiny, tiny, tiny nation called what? I. They were nothing physically. But when Israel said, oh, oh, Joshua sent spies to go and spy them. And they went, when they went, the spies went over, they came back and reported, oh, come on, Joshua, you don't, do not worry yourself to, um, to take all the army. Just, 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 just let a few people of them, let me go. All right, could you please? I don't want nobody get it, coming out, get it out. When, all right, please, because when remember when God was speaking to the God showed up to speak to the Israelites. See, they were they were trembled. Right, God is speaking. It's not me speaking. It's God is speaking to us. So I defeated Israel. Why? Why? What caused this small nation of I to defeat Israel? What caused it? Sin. The struggle we go through, the pains we go through, most of them are caused by sin. And unfortunately, some, this, in this season, some preachers even doesn't afraid to touch sin. I was listening to some of the interviews of the powerful preachers we have on the TV these days. They were asking them, what do you think about homosexuality? They were afraid. Because of politically what? Correctness. Oh, I mean, um, I, I, I don't understand. You don't understand sin? Sin is sin. You can't punish sin. It's sin. Say it, sin. But a sinner cannot be saved by preaching sin against the sinner. The sinner can, can only be saved by what? The power of what? The gospel. The power. The most power. I said the last the other day that the most powerful, powerful thing on earth that a Satan cannot stand. The only one thing, the power of the gospel. He has dominion over human beings, those who are not saved. So when a preacher preaches through the anointing of the Holy Spirit, preach the gospel to unbeliever, the unbeliever is dead, does not hear spiritual things. But the only good gospel raised them from the death, amen, to life in Christ, being born into this kingdom. So we are born by God. Therefore, we cannot sin. Tell yourself, I cannot sin. I cannot sin. No matter what, I cannot sin. Because I am born by who? God. The other day, my wife got me so upset. I love her too. And the devil comes, oh, you know, what, what she did, you know, just don't mind her. And I was, he said, when the devil speaks, he speaks of volume. He speaks of what? Volume. He pushes you hard. Reasons. Volume. Then the body said, oh, yeah, yeah. Then the spirit said, shut up. Go, go to her. Though she was go, go and apologize to, apologize to her. For peace reason. And that's how maturity goes. It doesn't matter if you are the father or not. You apologize. To bring the peace. Because when there's no peace, Satan comes in. So those of us who are married, you want to kick our husband or our wives, 
good luck to you. If you kick it, devil, you, you're kicking yourself into the hands of the devil. He'll play you like a trick. I cannot sin because the seed of God remains in me. Yo, you cannot sin because of the word. Let me just, I want us to say every, like when you, when, throughout the day, keep saying this. The seed of God remains in me. I cannot sin. I cannot. I cannot drink poison. I cannot drink gasoline. I cannot. Gasoline is not part of me. Gasoline is not the, the water that was created for me to drink. Water is my, for my body. My spirit drinks the word of God. Amen. Cannot sin. How many of us will do that from now? Oh, some of us still love sin. We don't, we don't. Raise your hand. Raise your hand if you want to do this. God bless you. Say it every moment. The seed of God remains me. I cannot sin. I cannot sin. No way. I cannot sin. I cannot sin. I'm telling you that I cannot sin. God, that's not part of me. I was not created to sin. Sin is not part of God's creation in us. It's not. It's not. Because of lie from the devil tells you to look at the mirror. That is not. That is fake. Telling you, oh, this is your weakness. Who told you you have a weakness? Who told you? This is my weakness. Weakness what? Would God create something with weakness? Come on. You believe the lie of the devil. Oh, it's my weakness. Me, my weakness is this. That's the lie of the devil. I was speaking to one of the elders about what is going on. And he said something. And I was shocked. The level of lie that believers believe. I'm not trying to make politics, but I was surprised that CNN was telling us that because of Putin, gas prices high. And we were talking about gas prices. And he said, oh, because of Putin, gas prices. I said, what? You believe this lie? From, from one, one year ago. And they believe it. I just couldn't believe it. You believe this lie? And that's what we believe is devil lies. He's been telling you, you cannot stay out of sin. To me, this is too difficult to do. It's a lie. Don't believe it. Because you are not born like that. You were not created like that. The seed of God remains in you. Church, I think we should end here and pray, right? Because the seed of God, I don't, I can't, I don't know. Worse, only the Holy Spirit can really speak volume about this. Because some, some of us are struggling with lust, with, 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 with social media, the things we see on them. It, it, it looks totally different from what we are created to be. Especially the youth. And not only the youth, some of the adults are even worse than the youth. That the seed of God that remains in us because that is the only thing that never fails. If we believe it, if we eat it, meditate me, they meditate upon it. And I remember why Joshua tore his clothes. He said, Lord, why? And the Israelites said, why, Lord, you brought us here from all the way from Egypt? And one preacher said that the reason why God closed the Red Sea because if he didn't close the Red Sea, the Israelites would go back to Egypt. And it was true because when the Israelites faced difficulty, 
people say, Moses, why did you bring me here? Oh, and some of the people, the leaders, I believe those are the mixed, mixed word, multitude. They wanted to gather some of the people and go back to Eve to serve Pharaoh. Could you believe this? So God had to close the Red so that they can't go back anymore. May God close every recipe behind us. Amen. That will hate sin just like God hates sin. It's like God, just God, has, God hates sin. And Joshua tore his clothes. Cried upon him. He said, Lord, he said, and God told him, listen, there's something. There's, 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 there's sin. Sin. Go. And it's, and what, it, do you know what he did to Achan and his family? My God, that, don't know this is no joke though. They burned them, stoned them to death. Not only him, but entire. Man, imagine that happened today. The news media will go. We <laughs> say Jesus is a criminal. <laughs> they burned them alive. They stoned them to death. They killed the entire family because one sin. May God help us hate sin. Because the seed of God remains in him. Whatever is contrary to the word of God is sin. And I wanted to speak on, as uh, the main thing says, equipping as, as an army. You see, equipping the spirit, giving the spirit what he needs. The spirit will live the life God intended the spirit to live. Because the spirit is so powerful that Nothing on this world can overcome the spirit. Is a teacher? Nothing in this world can overcome the spirit. Nothing in this world can overcome you in Jesus' name. Because you have the seed of God in you. So we equipping the spirit. Okay, we've been saying this so much so long. What it's the meaning of equipping the spirit or equipping us. Ah, yes. We've been saying since the beginning of the year. When the Bible says equipping the spirit, what does it mean? Empowering. Yes, thank you. More details. To provide all that is necessary to the spirit, right? Okay. When your body is tasty, what do you do? Yes. When your body craving for food, what do you do? When your body want to go to do number one, what do you do? Number two, what do you do? You obey, we obey the body 100%, right? Even the body tells you, oh, you have two clothes, you need five more. You have three shoes, you need ten more shoes. You'll do what? Even if you don't have money, what do you do? Use credit card. You obey the body. But what moment the spirit said, I need this. Oh, it's too, I'm too tired. I'm sleepy. Oh, tomorrow I have programs. Tomorrow I have this. But the spirit is that controls everything. That certain truth are you. Every impediment in this life. The spirit is the only part of you that has the power to operate. Just like Jesus operated on earth when he was on earth. But if you don't give the spirit what he needs, the spirit will crumble. And you see yourself going through troubles after troubles. Pains are for pain. And you wonder if God is alive. I come to church, I pray all the time. Where is God? Because we failed to, what, feed the spirit. I remember when Moses was standing right by the Red Sea and the Egyptians were coming with chariots. Moses was crying. 
the Israelites were crying unto God, Moses, and said, why did you bring us here? And Moses turned to God, crying to God. And Moses, God told Moses, no, this is not the time to cry unto me. What do you have in your hands? The power of God. You have the seed of God in you, so powerful. But because the spirit is so weak, when the time comes for you to use the spirit to, to, to calm down the storm that's blowing your life, to, to, to shut the devil down, the spirit is so weak, you cannot do anything. May you be empowered by your spirit. May you be empowered by your spirit. By doing what? By doing what? What the sister said. Keep the spirit what is need. And stop obeying the body, buying shoes, buying makeup, buying all these things. Once the, the, the body... If I see you sleeping, I will let you come and preach. Because this is serious business. When the Israelites were in the mountain meeting God, did any of them fell asleep? They were trembling. Just because we have our spirit so weak, it cannot even have strength to, to eat. You know, some people are so weak physically, they can't eat food. Some of us are so weak, we can only be fed through what? Doctors and the tube. That's why when you come to church, you're sleeping when the word of God is coming. Your spirit has become so weak, it's on life, life support. May you be revived this morning in Jesus' name. If you come to church, you sleep, your spirit is on life support. You need to, revive, you need to be healed. And the only thing that can heal you is the one that you're ignoring. The word of God. May you stand on your feet, please. Just pray to God. Just pray to God. Just pray to God. Just pray to God. Just pray to God.